The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has been sending missionaries to Chile for more than 50 years, and since that time, the number of Mormons in Chile has grown and grown. But just like in the global economy, growth is hard to come by these days. The world's Alex Galifant has the second of our stories on Mormons Abroad. There are 176 missionaries based in the Santiago East Mission. Jenny, Jenny. Most of them are young men, 20 or 21 years old. About half are from the United States. Like Mormon missionaries all over the world, they stop passers-by on the street for a chat. Do you have two minutes? Would you like to attend a meeting at our church? Elder Brian Walker is from Las Vegas. Growing the church is a step-by-step thing, he says. We have certain numbers, certain statistics that we try to try to reach. We set goals every week. But when Elder Walker puts it that way, one of his fellow missionaries is quick to clarify. It's never about the numbers. It's always about helping people. This is Elder Alex Danes. He's from Logan, Utah, a town founded by Mormon settlers midway through the 19th century. We take those numbers to track our progress, but it's always focused on the people. Our, our church is always focused on real growth, people who truly become converted to the gospel of Jesus Christ, not, a, not just another number to add to the book. They, they don't want to come across as being somewhat shallow about the numbers, I guess, right, that it's just about growth. Ryan Cragen is a sociologist of religion at the University of Tampa. He used to be a member of the Mormon Church. And he says while Mormons' interest in helping people is genuine, the reporting of growth, literally counting the converts, is key. Because they're exclusivists, because they believe they do have the one and only true church on the planet, they have to see growth. In fact, the main church website reports a global tally of Mormon membership. As of last December, it stood at 14,441,346. And in Chile, I asked Elder Kent Richards, a retired trauma surgeon from Utah. Until recently, he was one of the three most senior Mormons in the country. We have about 570,000 members now in Chile. That's more than 3% of a population that's overwhelmingly Catholic. But few Catholics here attend church on a regular basis. And Richards admits that's a problem for Mormons, too. Uh, We have about 55,000 or so who attend every week on an average. That means fewer than 10% of Mormon converts in Chile are active in the church. So why is a religion that in the 1980s was considered by some to be the fastest growing in the world having such a tough time retaining, let alone building, its membership? Kent Richards puts it down to growing pains. There was a lot of enthusiasm for the rapid growth of the church, but it was also very immature. For instance, in Chile and other places, baptism into the church was often quick and easy. It didn't take much to become a Mormon. Ryan Cragen, the sociologist, served as a missionary in Costa Rica in the late 1990s. We were encouraged to commit people to get baptized during our very first discussion with them. That is not a very effective way to retain members. All the Mormon leaders I spoke with wanted to emphasize that rapid-fire baptisms had never been official church policy. In any case, today their focus is on building a better convert. Wilton Santana directs commercials for Chilean TV. He's 37 and a recent convert to Mormonism. Santana says his first two months were spent studying the Book of Mormon. 
He was asked to attend a number of meetings and prayer sessions like this one, studying scriptures with missionaries. Only then was he invited to be baptized. The idea is that process produces a deeper commitment to the Mormon Church. But for sociologists like Ryan Cragen, the challenge to the Mormon Church is deeper than addressing issues of personal commitment. The first formal Mormon mission in Chile was established in 1961. It was here in Santiago, a city that was beginning to undergo rapid expansion. More and more Chileans left behind rural communities in search of opportunity. Cragen says these two things, a proselytizing religion and a newly urbanized population, often go hand in hand. The demand comes because people feel a sense of chaos and disconnectedness. These religions step in, offer to address those two major concerns right at the time when people need it, but over time that demand declines because people adjust to life in modernized societies. And that, says Cragen, is what's happened in Chile. People don't feel like they need the Mormon church, or any church, as much as they once did. Almost a third of all Chileans now make their home in the Santiago area, some five million people. And taken as a whole, they're doing well. Chile's economy is growing steadily. So the Mormon mission here has had to adapt. Elder Kent Richard says the missionaries split their time these days. They still look for new members. But since those are harder to come by, they're paying at least as much attention to lost Mormons. The missionaries spend a good portion of their time finding them and reactivating them and teaching them as though they were almost new members. You can't grow a church on a shaky foundation. Mormon missions in Chile are working to solidify what's still there. It's about bringing members back into the church. It's about those more substantive baptisms. And it's about further deepening the commitment of local converts. Wilton Santana, the TV director, is now being trained for a junior role in the Mormon priesthood. For the world, I'm Alex Galafent, Santiago, Chile. Alex has a video of missionaries in their Santiago apartment talking about getting care packages from home. It's at theworld.org. Tomorrow on the world, the Mormon Church and Poland's archives. This is PRI Public Radio International.